0: Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 101. I can't believe it. We've we've been doing this now for a hundred episodes,
1: and so today's title is enti- it's entitled, "Marriage is a byproduct."
0: You know, I hear so many people that talk about how much they want to get married. But what they don't understand is that's not something you can entirely control. Now, please, please also, I, I do understand that most people out there have somebody that if they called them, they could get married instantly. I mean, or, or one of those mail order bride type things where you could call and just instantly get married.
1: But I don't know if you'd be happy. Maybe you'd figure out a way to be happy. Because I think as we are going through this
0: life, we are becoming the type of person that when it's time, we will meet our person. You know, the analogy that just came to me is when I'm tuning my guitar string, there's, there's a game I played called Rocksmith and the way the tuning on there works It just has, well, I guess it's probably for most things, it has a little lever that shows how many points below or how many points above I am above the proper tuning. And I just have to tune that until it's right, and then it plays the right note. You know, our our lives are more about tuning and fine-tuning ourselves than it is anything else. Because you have zero control over what somebody else is going to do. And I know that can be really frustrating. Like we look at it sometimes as well, why, why is everybody so worried about, you know, being in the best shape or having a wonderful life or having to have money or all these things that we think about and we worry about, but that isn't the right question to be
1: asking. The right question to be asking is what am I being guided and guided and led to do in this moment?
0: know, sometimes we we find it hard and challenging to even be listening in the moment.
1: Because the truth is, we're all self-interested. We all know what we want. We all think we know what we want.
0: You know, we spend so much time worrying about why somebody isn't choosing us or why we're not finding the right people. There is something in this world about frequencies, about vibrations. If somebody's upset and mad, you just know. In Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights,
1: he said something that really struck me. He said, Hollywood, want her, don't need her. When we become desperate, when we become thinking that our life
0: is over if we don't get married, we're not in a very good place. And we're not attracting anything to us. Everybody can spell, can smell desperate from a mile away. When you're desperate to find what you're looking for, you're not going to find it, and you're going to be
1: really frustrated. You know, the other thing I love about that about that phrase is want her, don't need her. Every one of us has certain things in our lives that we want, that we
0: want to do, that we want to accomplish, but we don't go after them because we're so busy waiting until that time that we, we marry the person of our dreams. And then what, what are you going to do
1: after that? Are you going to sit around all day on the beach, you know, drinking virgin margaritas? No, no. And I've heard from even people that do that stuff after a while it gets really boring. You know our our life here I believe it's about creation. And you can't create marriage. Cuz it's a byproduct. Actually, you know I I take that back. You you can create marriage
0: eventually. You just have no control over when it's going to show up. But when you start engaging in your life, like a phrase that came to me yesterday was from a scripture in a book called The Doctrine and Covenants.
1: But it says, be anxiously engaged. I mean, even if you were anxiously engaged in creating a marriage, you could go out and find a way to create a marriage. But usually we go around trying to create that marriage in desperation. Oh, If only I do this thing. Well, if I do this thing and if I do this other thing, is it going to work? You don't know. But I, I really like this idea about being anxiously engaged in what it is that you want.
0: Right now is your time that you have nobody else to tell you what to do. Yes, you also don't have that quote-unquote support that you see in a marriage partner as
1: well. But everything is a double-edged sword. You know, we look at, oh, when only I'm, if only I'm married, everything
0: is just going to be wonderful. No, you're going to have two people talking about two different
1: things. You're going to have another person that has their hopes, their goals, and their dreams. Sometimes marriage is just a thought that keeps you paralyzed. We got in our heads this idea that we really, really
0: wanted to be married. And yeah, for sure. We we do want to be married to the right person. But once again, marriage is a byproduct. I guarantee you go out and you start living a killer life, an amazing life. You're going to have plenty of people attracted to you because that's how it works. But you know what normally happens? We get frustrated. We get upset. We get annoyed that our life isn't working as fast as we want because, you know, like if you've ever played the game of life, like the actual board game of life on there, there's a spot that says, get married. You can't go past that spot without getting married. It's like, boom, there you go. There's your spouse. Yay. I mean, when I when I play that game with my nieces and nephews, they make jokes, and my sister makes jokes, and probably anyone else that I've played that game a life with in recent years has probably made some sort of joke about me getting married. Hey, Joseph finally got a wife. That's nice. But there's something else that I realized because that thought bothered me for a little while. It was it was stewing around in my mind. Well,
1: this whole marriage thing. Like yeah, I've gotta. I, I can't go p- further on that board until I get married. I, I just pulled up uh, basically a PDF version of the game of life
0: because I was just kind of curious what what type of things are on here, and the
1: biggest one is career choice. Get a career. There's some paydays on there, guys.
0: W- I know we get this idea in our head that we have to be married and we want to be married. And, and it's an idea that stews around in our mind a lot. You know, sometimes I have a hard time recording this podcast
1: because I feel like I'm saying the exact same thing. And you know what it is? It's go live your life. Getting married is just a byproduct of living an amazing life. That's all it is. Everything I talk about on here is about helping
0: you learn to live an amazing life. And if you're already living a pretty good life, of helping you live an even more amazing life. Because this is all you got. There's no do-overs. Oh my goodness. Like, sometimes I, I, I get really frustrated and annoyed with myself for having waited so long waiting to get married instead of just going off and living my life. I mean, it doesn't help that plenty of other people around us tell us, oh, well, you know, you got to get married. Don't, don't worry about that career thing. You got to worry on getting married. You know what you got to worry about? You got to worry about living the life that God is inspiring you to live. You know, we had a beautiful conversation this morning in a class I'm in right now with Michael Neal. And one of the things that really hit me
1: this morning was he talked about how he talked about what is alive for you in this moment. Like that was the question that hit me. What is alive
0: for you in this very moment? If, if you start thinking about, about marriage and being frustrated and being annoyed, that's probably not alive for you in that moment. It's actually something that you don't, that you're frustrated about, you're worried about. But there are other things that you are, are alive about, that you are excited about. Every one of you, you have things in your life that if you wanted to, you could be excited about. I'm not saying to force yourself to be excited. I'm saying in this very moment, you have things that make you feel alive. But when you think about doing it, it's like, well, I can't do that because I'm not married. Oh, I can't do that because I don't have a partner that supports me. Now, I remember something that uh, Ofi said in an interview that I did with him. He said, you know, to make that he'd been given the advice to basically make make Jesus Christ your bridegroom. And and just without going too in-depth into that, like the gist of it was to making him your partner. And and that's something I I kind of said probably a few years ago in a in one of the episodes of this podcast. I, I said, like, make God your partner. Turn to him, say, Hey, this is what I'm excited about. This is what I'm frustrated about. And and here's a crazy thought that just came to my mind. What if right now This opportunity, this hardship of not being married is God's way of getting you to come closer to him. Saying, hey, God, there's nobody, there's nobody I can share my life with. There's nobody that supports me. There's nobody that truly supports me. You know, generally, most people are so busy with all their own stuff. They don't have the bandwidth to support you. They don't have the ability to support you. Don't don't take that offensively. They are struggling so much in the life that they have. And even in all the thinking they have about their life and where they wish they were and where they aren't.
1: Most people aren't living the life they want to, guys. They're really not. They're all dreaming about a life that someday,
0: some way is going to happen. Or they're dreaming about lost yesterdays.
1: The more you dream about lost yesterdays, the more you lose todays, but what if you truly did? I mean, you, you look to that. And and, and if you're not a, if you're not a person that believes in God, I respect that. I really do. Whatever it is, that's your higher power. I mean, I just
0: share with you what I, sh- what I see from my perspective, because this is the way I see that I see my life is I need to spend more time telling God about my dreams and my goals, but it's hard because I don't hear him talking back in an audible voice. I hear feelings. I hear whispers,
1: but it's not like, yeah, Joseph, you've got this because it comes in feelings. And I truly
0: believe that it is our feelings. Like Sidney Banks, the Scottish mystic said, once you get the beautiful feeling, like the analogy he was using, if someone was listening to a tape about him talking about what are called the three principles and they get a beautiful feeling to throw the tape away and go live their life. <laughs> the, there are only so many ways. Well, actually there's infinite ways that I can say, go live your life. But you know what this podcast is about? Go live your life. Not the life you want to live. Not the life that you think you have to live. Not your future life, but your life today. Because you're being inspired today to do the things that are going to get you where you want to be. But it's that feeling of aliveness.
1: It's that feeling of excitement. It's that feeling of joy. There's a scripture
0: in the book of Mormon in 2 Nephi 2.25 that says men are that they might have joy. It doesn't say that they might have joy when they get married or they might have joy when they get the perfect job or they might have joy when they get insert whatever here. That they might have joy now. I added that last part, but that they might have joy now in this very
1: moment that you might have and you might experience an amazing, incredible joy. This is the life that you have. This is the life that you have
0: control over. You have no control over whether you're ever going to get married. You have influence, but you don't have control. Somebody else has to say yes to. So why do we put so much of our happiness, so much of our joy into
1: that? Why do we do that? Well, deep down, the only thing we ever want is love. I mean, there's the fact of intimacy that everybody wants that too. There are things that we want out of marriage you can also have a pretty amazing life now. The more amazing your life
0: becomes, the more people that are going to be interested in getting to know you. That's just how it works. You might sit there and say, well, Joseph, this isn't fair. I, I, if I want somebody in shape, I've got to get myself in shape in
1: all areas of my life.
0: Yes. No, I'm not saying to sprint towards any of those things. Um we've all got challenges we've all got struggles we've all got trials we we all have a lot of thinking in
1: our heads you know it, it's funny that when we get up to a challenge when we start really
0: going after something or even moving in that direction not even really going after it but just moving in that direction there is going to be opposition that shows up you know it's it's like you start You make these big goals about getting in wonderful shape, and then somebody brings you an entire dozen of those gourmet cookies. You know, the ones that are like 500
1: calories each. Yeah, that kind of actually happened. Like, there is so
0: much that you can do, but we got to get clear on what it is that we want.
1: And you also got to be clear. You can't control getting married because it's a byproduct. I, I call it the celebrity factor. When somebody becomes to
0: ma- begins to make waves in the world, everybody's interested in them. You know, There was a time, this was, oh my goodness, this, this has been over 10 years ago, but there was a time I was the lead role. In this pageant called the Hilcomura pageant back in New York. And when I was the one of the lead roles, I played layman. And I was loving it. I was engaged in the work I was doing. I knew my purpose. And I was so happy. Not only was I happy. I had all kinds of girls interested in me at that time. I was just too blind
1: to see it. I really did. Like, there was plenty of girls showing interest. And and some of those that were showing interest, I was actually interested in too. I was just scared. There's something that comes from... Being engaged in your life. I, I can't go
0: back and recreate the last 10 years. That was an entirely different place of my life. And we spend so much time lamenting
1: our past that we don't spend time living our present. You can't do anything about it, guys. You really can't. You can do nothing about what you did yesterday let alone 10 years ago. As something I, I say. I forgive myself for my past, whether
0: it was years ago or a moment ago. Oh, well, I use it to learn from. We're, we're all learning this game of life as we're going through it. We are all doing the very best that we know
1: how, as Sidney Banks said, given our thinking in the moment. But we only learn by moving forward. We only learn by taking steps. If I play the board game of life and I never spin the the little wheel, I never go forward. If you don't roll the dice, if you don't take steps, even if they're tiny steps. And sitting down and listening, that is a step. Sitting down and overthinking about what you
0: have to do because you're, you already were supposed to have the podcast up
1: yesterday is not helpful. <laughs> that was a true story. I, mean, I was supposed to have this up yesterday and it just wasn't coming. Nothing was coming. And I was just thinking about it too hard. What if you started taking the steps of the life that you really want to create? What if
0: you stopped worrying about getting married? And when the thought comes up that says, man, I really would love somebody in my life. you Go
1: create a new friend. Go find a new friend that you'd love to create a, a friendship with. I think so often these days that so many people are just, they're creatively stuck. And we need somebody to spark us. I had a really fun conversation with a good friend of mine
0: just last Saturday night. And we started talking, and he's got these all these creative ideas, and he's he's just a creative genius. I mean, this guy's got
1: so much creativity that it's incredible. But every one of us, we get stuck creatively because we don't know how the end's gonna work. None of
0: us, but guys, none of us know how any of the end of, of our of our life or a project or anything else is going to work. You know, I recently, as as I've mentioned, I may have mentioned on the podcast before, I just recently went and visited Steveston, Canada just a couple weeks ago. And what it did is it got me back into a show that I I used to love. It's called Once Upon a Time. They basically mix all these fairy tales with real life is the best way I can describe it. It's really cool. It's on Disney Plus. But I've been watching it and it's interesting because as you watch like I've, I've already seen, I think, most of the series all the way through. I can't remember if I finished the final season or not, but I just wanted to start it again because I'd been there and now I know these places that they're in. And, and it's amazing to see
1: how many times the first thing they try doesn't work out. But how it always works out in the end. What if we could trust that our life was like
0: this 30-minute sitcom or this 45-minute dramatic series? And we just kept moving forward. Oh, that didn't work. <gasps> no, that didn't work. What am I going to do? Whatever am I going to do?
1: And so, okay, that didn't work. Not necessarily giving up on our goal, but on giving the next step. You know, there's, there's a phrase that's enthusiasm is going forward. I just looked up the quote. It says, success is walking from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. Churchill. I like that. Now, I understand we don't ever go through life without any loss of enthusiasm but we can go through without quite a bit. I mean, what if you just kept taking
0: steps with, like, like a child does learning to walk with no loss
1: of enthusiasm? What if you started creating the most amazing, incredible life for yourself? What is it that you want to create? Okay, so you want to create a
0: marriage. What if that never happens?
1: No, Joseph, that would be awful and horrible.
0: Yeah, I get it. We could sit on
1: that thought for a while of what if I don't? And Well, that would be, I would be sad and I'd be lonely. I love the interview that I did with Jim Christian. Like this
0: has been, like, this has been over a year ago that I interviewed him. If you go back and search for the interview with Jim Christian, Especially if you're struggling to find joy and happiness right now. I couldn't recommend it more. Here's a man that he waited
1: a little while to get married. Only had 10 years with his wife. And then she died. And I've never met and seen a, more hap- a happier person in my life. I really haven't. I mean, ever since I first met Jim Christian,
0: he is the epitome of true joy and true happiness. But he didn't let those things stop him. He threw himself into life. We spend so much more time thinking about throwing ourselves into life than
1: throwing ourselves into life. Throw yourself into your life. And you'll have a much higher likelihood of finding the
0: person of your dreams. Once again, marriage is a byproduct.
1: Stop worrying about getting married because it's a byproduct. And you can't control it. So these are some of the thoughts that I had yesterday when I was at church. So there's a scripture in Doctrine and Covenants, 58,
0: and it's 26 and 27. And it says, be anxiously engaged in a good cause and do many things of their own free will. Go get anxiously engaged in a good cause. Because once again, marriage is a byproduct. And not even that. because I mean, I, I guess this really is for people because I've had plenty of people that are like, What do I do? What do I do to get married? What do I do to get married? What do I do to get married?
1: What do I do to get married? Go live your life. That's all. You know, there was another scripture after that that said, I command and men obey not. I revoke
0: and they receive no blessing. You are inspired to do all, you are inspired what to do all the time. It's just a matter of whether you do it. I mean, one of the, the things that I feel the strongest about doing, lately I have had the hardest time doing, and that's the It's Possible Challenge. That is, that is what I'm supposed to be doing. I am supposed to be taking that to the world along with a few other things. But I don't sometimes because I don't know how it's going to work out. Another thing that came to me last night is what is it that you want? What is your biggest vision of that dream? You know, and, and going into that, like if you were married to the person of your dreams, what would you do? I don't think you'd sit around all day on the beach because there's a whole world to explore. There's so many cool things that we create there can, can create. There's so many cool things that we can do. So what would be your biggest, most awesome version of that dream? Like, what are you and your spouse going to do when you get together finally? I don't know. Maybe, maybe you'll be traveling. Maybe you'll be working together. Maybe, maybe you just see yourself coming home after an amazing day of work, creating your life's work and sharing it with them and being like, Hey, do you realize what I
1: did today? I did all these cool things and helped all these people. I believe one of the biggest ways the adversary,
0: the crazy leprechaun thinking, paralyzes us is it says, "Hey, you got nobody to share this with." True story. This is actually in a. It's in a line from a movie of the American Underdog. There's a line that basically says, "What's winning if you have nobody to share it with?" I mean, if you need to, imagine sharing it. Well, you can you can share it with a friend. You can share it with. I mean, you could just get a friend that you guys are just each other's cheerleaders. Hey, this is what I did. This
1: what this is what I was excited about. And let yourself get excited. Find somebody that has the an excitement level that works for you, even if they're willing
0: to just let you tell them about what you did, and they're willing to be excited for you. There's all, all these apps called Voxer and Haytel and other apps
1: like that where you can get on and you can share voice messages back and forth like a walkie-talkie. Imagine what your life is going to be like. What is the biggest version of
0: your dream?
1: And then have you guys ever,
0: you guys ever been watching a show and they kind of like paper cut out of the vision, that
1: one thing. Well, paper cut out of that vision, that person, and you're still left with an amazing dream.
0: It's like, okay, well, I'd, I'd be speaking on stages with my spouse. Okay, well, if the spouse isn't there right now, then I've just got to go speak on stages. And, and funny enough, I, I did a recent one. And then I had another opportunity to, to share some things with a, a smaller study group. Like, it is amazing what happens. And this is, this is pretty big for me, guys. Like I, I really did. I just pictured what would happen if we cut the one thing we had to have out of
1: our life. And all the things that we thought would come from that. And, and just go after that. I mean, I would, I would be speaking. I, I would continue to coach. I, I would continue to work on these really cool challenges. Marriage is a byproduct. Go live the life that you want. And as I've been talking today, I would invite you to go take whatever action has come to you. And go do that. And also, if you want to come share with
0: me on the It's Possible Guy page, feel free to comment on any of my past posts or even send me a DM. I would love to hear about your stories. It's time we stop worrying about getting
1: married and start living our lives. Because once again, marriage is a byproduct So I invite you
0: to go join me over on the It's Possible Guy page for the It's Possible
1: Challenge and just start doing the things that you feel inspired to do. And come share. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to
0: the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for happy and single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one on one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going
1: on in your world, Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually
0: doing one on one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message
1: me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world, I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure.
0: Thank you.